So, I brought something special for you, man. Oh, wow. Cucumber sour. Cucumber sour. These are by uh, uh, Ten Barrel Brewing. I don't think they're going to be Cucumber Brewing. They are. I like the can, though. It's very simplistic, very yeah. modern. Oh, no, they're really good, man. These these guys, uh, it's one of my... One of my top favorite uh, breweries, and they're in uh, in Oregon. Now, let me ask you: Are you a drinking straight out of the can kind of guy? Or you can do it either way. Yeah. I, I actually these I actually prefer out of the can. Out of the can. So I'll leave it up. You to know, everybody you. has a little different pref preference on mm -hmm. how they drink their beers. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know too much. I mean, I know some about beers, but they say, mm. "Oh, if you pour the beer, it has a you know the the head preserves the beer you drink." I mean, I don't know. All I know is it tastes good going down my belly. Cheers. Cheers, Ben. That sounds really good on the mic. It <laughs> ah, sounds refreshing. <laughs> Hopefully all your listeners can hear that and be like, wow, I think I, I want a nice cold one right I now. I could taste that through the headphones. <laughs> what do you think? Pretty good? I think it's good. I like it. It's very, like I said, it's very summer. Like, I feel like, you know, summer's coming. Yeah. Spring well, just started. Especially and, you know, today, man. I know, right? I got in the car and I was like, what is going on? It is, it's warm. Feeling good. So are you, you going to introduce me? Uh, <laughs> Did we already start? You, we're already started. Dude, we, this is just, you got to introduce <laughs> this me, is it. I have to, No, I, I'm going to do the intro. Wait, you're gonna do the intro live. No, before. <laughs> no, dude, you, you gotta tell your guys you who want, I am. You want me to do the intro? Because I feel like I don't know. Oh that, if God. you don't introduce me here, okay. like I feel like who are these people? Like who's this guy? All right, yeah. I don't normally do this, but I'm gonna do. I don't normally like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, I'm gonna do the intro right now, but I gotta do. <laughs> I gotta do my whole spiel. Yeah, just, okay. yeah, just go. All go right. for it. <laughs> you want me to look at you? It's, I could turn it's, my. It's kind of awkward. No, you can look at me. I don't mind. I don't mind. All right. Welcome everybody to the podcast. Uh, I'm really excited uh, to sit down with my really good friend. I've got Alex here from Ooh. Final Touch Entertainment. Yay. Now, this is a little different uh, today because normally I've had just wedding photographers on. Mm. But uh, the reason I wanted to bring you on to the podcast because I thought, you know, you are in the wedding industry. Mm -hmm. It'd be nice to get your perspective on uh, some of the things that you see out on the field. Mm -hmm. And you have your own business. So I think hearing your story and, and how you started your business would benefit anybody who's trying to start Definitely. their own business. Definitely. So that's yeah. why I got you on. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> if you hear snorting in the background, it's my little dog. So. <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out, yeah. uh, a thank you to our sponsor, uh, IA Photo Rentals out in Pomona. Oh, sure. they They're sponsoring this podcast. Awesome. Yeah. So um, they're a rental house and they rent audio equipment, video equipment. Uh, they got lenses. They got lighting. They got they got everything. And uh, uh, they're just they're just great, man. I love going there. And uh, if you're looking for good audio, <laughs> visual and cam or camera stuff. Right. 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 There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> IE Photo Rentals. IE Photo Rentals. There you go. You heard it from Alex here, so... Yeah. I, do, I do voiceovers. If anyone, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And if anybody listening uh, goes to IE Photo Rentals, uh, IE Photo Rentals will give you 10% off nice. of your next rental. So awesome. thank you to IE Photo Rentals. Mm. Boom. First time doing that was good. my intro that was, live. That was really good. I liked it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Very, very Joe Rogan-esque. Um, oh, I, li I liked oh, it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Like that? Just yeah, like that? Good. <laughs> We're 10 beers deep, everybody. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, what's going on, man? Nothing, man. Just staying really busy yeah. um, this year. 2018, for for our side of the business, has yeah. been pretty 
pretty awesome. I think last year we took a little bit of a hit. That was my fault. I think anybody who's an entrepreneur, sometimes they try to expand or try to not do other things and, you know, they let other things, a part of their business kind of slack. So last, last year was a little bit slow for us, but we're recouping. We're staying pretty busy. I mean, this year we're doing a lot more weekday weddings, which I think is a lot more popular with the, with the, among brides and grooms. So it's been pretty cool. So I'm excited. Um, we're learning a lot about uh, social media and getting out there and advertising and letting people know what we have to offer. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about all that, all that jazz. It's been, it's been awesome. So you said business is doing real good this year. Business is a lot better than it was last year. Yeah. Uh, all my fault. I had nothing to do with the economy or anything like that, which yeah. I didn't, don't think any, a lot of people suffered. But no, it really, it really came down to reorganizing, reorganizing the way I um, received all our leads and how I organized that. And then just adding a little bit more in terms of my advertising and organizing that as well. So this year has been great. I mean, I'm doing a lot more weekday weddings and then our weekends are getting like super slammed. So yeah. starting, I have a wedding tomorrow, tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah. Um, then I'll have a wedding every day, every Saturday or and then Friday and Saturday from here on out pretty much. So we're, we're I'm like going back to her, like staying super busy. So yeah. I'm really happy about it. So it's been good. I've, I feel like I found like a new love for DJing lately. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, I got a little like stagnant. But, yeah. you know, lately I'm like, man, this has been fun. I think that happens, you know. Yeah. That just happens. Yeah, I, I, you know, right. you go through your phases. Like, I, I love what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there there's just times where you kind of, you know, you lose yourself a little bit. And yeah. you're like, wait. It's it's mostly like, you you know, we're artists. So we're trying to find ourselves creatively. You know you're right. I mean? and, and I think, yeah, same thing with DJing. Like, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, what? I wish people danced to blues or old rock and roll mm-hmm. sometimes. And, you know, not everybody does that, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, but you do have to find your outlets. Like, so for me, um, when I'm not working, I'll, like, on the way home, Leo and I, um, what's up, Leo? Hope you hear this. Hey, Leo. Uh, just like this last <laughs> Sunday, it was so cool. I mean, we had great clients. Uh, we played some great music. We had fun. But on the way home, our little outlets were, were uh, listening to old, like, alternative 90s. And we're like, you remember this? You remember that? And then kind of finding songs that we haven't and then he showed me like kings of leon that i didn't even know uh was like oh my god this i feel like i'm listening to a new indie band like yeah. some of their first albums from like oh three and, and i was like dude this is this is pretty diet dude, I, I love know. kings of leon dude i didn't even know that <laughs> the only like the album the first album was i think was sex uh when sex somebody mm-hmm. yeah that's the first oh, album i remember so and then he showed me a bunch of other stuff and i was like this is them this sounds like an indie band you'd hear in, playing out in Claremont. It's yeah. like really cool. So I was like, oh, wow. So I feel like, you know, you have those outlets where you can sit down with the guys and, or girls, whatever, and talk about music. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal. And it encourages you, like, for the next stop. Like, oh, maybe I'll try, like, playing this yeah. uh, during dinner or whatever. And people are like, oh, what is this? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So they're, they're feeling the vibe that you're playing music that's not uh, ordinary, but it's not, like, way outside the box. We're like, yeah. what the heck is going but on? But you're so good at what you do. You, you know when like to mix it incorrectly and everything too. yeah 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 i try to yeah so you know sometimes yeah i mean you, you want to take those little s- steps and be like oh let's try this and be creative with like mix getting mixing and putting a, a, a cool song out there so yeah. you know what i love about you what i love about you guys is uh musically you guys just you know so much and you know how to mix music together you know one, one of the things that um when we recommend you mm-hmm. when we refer you to clients one of the one of the stories we always tell is the new year's eve wedding that we shot together. oh yeah and uh i don't know if you remember but you came up to me and it was a vietnamese white wedding yeah and uh but you weren't sure you're like hey do you know if the groom is vietnamese or korean 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure. I can go find out. And you're like, because if, it, if they're Vietnamese, I'm about to get this party lit. <laughs> like you had all the jams ready to you, go. You know, you know? Yeah, because you know what? Um, we do have we have a lot of clients that come in. There. Some of them might be Indian. Some might be uh, uh, like Middle Eastern or uh, Spanish or uh, like the Cambodian, Vietnamese. And so they all have their own different yeah. stuff. And so I keep it. Just in case, you know, I keep all that yeah. stuff because you never know who you might run into next. Yeah. And then they're like, what, you have this? I'm like, I'm prepared, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I try to. No, you guys are good at, at um, like, mixing music for all the right cultures. Uh, you, you sent some of, you sent one of your guys out to, um, we had my grandmother's 100th birthday party. Yeah, I think it was Leo. But was it Leo? No, it wasn't Leo. Jesus? No, I think so. All right. And he came out and Jesus. You know what? I think it was Leo the the second time, or because you, you guys came out twice. Yeah. But the first time he came out, you know, my family they they're used to getting this one specific DJ all yeah. the time, right? And he wasn't available. Luckily, you guys were. And then when you came out, they it's not that they weren't sure; they're just used to the other DJ. Yeah. You know, so they came up and asked for one or two specific songs, and the rest of the night they didn't have to ask for. It any songs yeah like, i think that was leo. you guys were just killing yeah, it yeah cool. it might have been leo yeah it was just killing it like he they asked for like two songs and he already knew he was like yeah. i know exactly what I you guys you. want yeah I yeah exactly you. yeah yeah <laughs> and that's what i love about yeah you guys, i, I like yeah when those moments come when you're like people say can you play like for instance like i used to get right because i like country music yeah and people were like hey man can you play um country road take me home you know uh something denver whatever his name is I'm like, oh, okay. And they'll ask for another one. It's like, I got you. So I'm throwing down like old school country music. Yeah. And like, people are like, oh, dude, thank you. They yeah. have the request and we're singing all these crazy songs. But yeah, I love that. I, I, we try to stay on top of that and like learn. I, yeah. I hope like all the guys that work under our team, that they like, I tell them like, dude, learn to like country music. Learn to like, you know, you speak Spanish, but you're not from Mexico. Learn to like banda. Yeah. You know, I'm not Mexican, yeah. but I've learned from hanging out with Leo and some other friends like, all right, now I get it. Now I can be a little bit better, uh, more proficient at, at, at playing banda yeah. or or um, playing other or yeah. other types of music. And you just learn all the different cultures. Why well, you guys do so many weddings? Try to, yeah, you try to. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so I'm sure you've been uh, alongside all kinds of different cultures. Yeah. Yeah. and you know, it take, I think along the way it takes some. You know, you fail too. Yeah, you know, you don't always get it right. Yeah. but you learn from those mistakes. You're yeah. like, okay, this is what I could have done better. And I think mm-hmm. that. I've had this business for 10 years. I've been DJing, I think, for 15 years. Yeah. And same thing with the, the all the other guys. But I think along the way, we've learned from our failures. Yeah. You know, because I have gotten complaints. They're not many. But, you know, you do get complaints. Like, oh, I didn't like the way this happened. And so instead of getting mad at the guys or firing anybody, um, we go back and I'm like, hey, this came back. What do you think happened? And then we just kind of work it out. Okay, maybe next time we'll do this. Uh, just to be a little bit better, you know what I mean, and we can all grow from these experiences. Yeah. And that's so. important off yeah. off uh, any business. Oh yeah, because it's easy to get mad. I mean, what we do is uh, is super personal. Yeah. you know what I mean. Exactly. Like like it's easy to take everything personally because uh, this is your business and this is your baby mm-hmm. and and you grew it, and and this is what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so when somebody doesn't like something that you do, it's easy to be like. Pfft. Then you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, and you always, you, you know, I always try to address it respectfully. Like, oh wow, like you know, I didn't realize it happened. Yeah. You know, let me, you, you know, thank you for sharing. Yeah. And let's get to the solution. Uh, the a solution, and yeah. it always works out. Yeah. You know. Um, and like you said, it's 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 more important to uh, look at those situations and and learn and grow off of it. Yeah. You know, because you also have to learn how to deal with you know 
people that weren't satisfied with something, you mm-hmm. know, not everyone's going to be happy with, with the work that Correct. you do all the time. Uh, you always got to try your best, mm-hmm. but when that happens, you also have to know how to deal with it because you don't want to lose any, any, uh, any, uh, credit, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but then you grow as a team and I love mm-hmm. that. So the, the guys that work with me there, we're teammates, you know, yeah. we're freaking, I, I love those guys. Yeah. Like all of them are so good to me. Um, I try to be as best I can to them and, you know, just work together. So yeah. I, it, it creates a great team effort, you yeah. know, so. How many guys do you have? I have currently working with me, let's see, there's Leo, Jesus, Abel, Caesar, uh, on a consistent basis for other guys besides myself, so. And how did you guys, how did you start everything? How did you start? The, the business? Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's funny. Take so me back. Bro. I'll take you back, man. So I had already been in, like, business for quite a while. So my early 20s, or teens, my late teens, I was, like, 18 years old. I actually met with the guy today before I met with you, and we had lunch together. My first boss, Mike Nunez, and his wife, Irma Nunez, the Nunez team. If you guys are looking for a home, just plug them in. Oh, <laughs> the guys so, on the on the billboard. Yeah, you remember yeah, the Nunez team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my <laughs> first job, and I met him at church. <clears throat> and so um, I started working for him, but I was like an assistant marketing coordinator. So I do all the dirty work. I go like take pictures of the houses, put up lock boxes, uh, you know, things like that. You yeah. know, and then I do the ads online. Like this is like I remember this being like two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I'm really starting to use uh, internet for yeah. the first time, like downloading stuff on the internet and whatever. Like, uh, you know, it, I, I it never. Was exciting re- too. Yeah, I was like, Ooh, <laughs> this is cool, man. I'm, I'm feeling like a pro. And I was writing like the little articles for the um, for the, uh, the the homes magazine you know, that you see on the back, mm-hmm. like oh, beautiful two story home yeah. with luscious, uh, you know, shag carpet, you yeah. know, stuff like that. And you are good with your words. I try <laughs> to. I, you know, then I really I remember my my first boss or uh, she used to be like. Alex, you misspelled this word, and this is in here. Like, because oh, I was a horrible speller, and I sometimes like I just missed the miss the thing. But yeah. you get better afterward, yeah. after a while. But uh, so that was my first job. I met with him, but he that kind of laid the foundation this whole real estate thing on how to like run this business. So in '05, I left the country for about six months, and um, at that time, I was just kind of doing some soul searching. I went and did some volunteer work out in Malaysia, uh, south, like Southeast Asia area, and when I came home. Um, I didn't have a job. I wasn't. I wasn't sure if I would go back to real estate. Eventually, I did. I did for another two years until like '08, the, the, when the market crashed. Um, but a guy named Keith Budovic. Keith, I'm gonna plug him. Can I do some plugs? Dude, you can plug. If all you day. don't use Final Touch Entertainment, use Keith Budovic. He taught me, and he's a faithful guy, honest man, good dude. Uh, him and his son do it. He has a few other other guys uh, that work for him. Sometimes they help me out, and I help them out. Um, but he really got me. He got me in the game. And um, I hated it at first. I really hated it. Um, I really thought I, because I, I was good on the mic. I was like, ladies and gentlemen, please, at the, blah, 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 you know, I was good, get, getting out there. And I just felt really uncomfortable. And so I stopped. And then I stopped real estate. And then um, a year later, now it's almost, oh, I think it's 07 now. Uh, my, first, my drum teacher from when I was a kid, we stayed connected somehow and he had a DJ business. I was like, really? He said, come work with me. So I was like, all right, cool. And by that time, my confidence went up. I was like, I'm not messing people's parties up. I just wasn't used to being in front of crowds in that in that capacity. Because I've always played in front of bands or sang in front of crowds. Uh, but being an MC and, and DJing, I wasn't used to that. So um, I started working with him. And I'm like, I can do this. I was like, you know what? Why don't I start my own business? And I was like, I already have all this experience of running this business uh, when I was working, when I was my own real estate agent. I was like, why don't I do this here? Um, and go back to school and start doing the stuff. So uh, I did. I 
bought like $10,000 worth of equipment and uh, me and my buddy Joe Bartuka, which today he, he's not necess- he's not on the team, but he still helps me with marketing and business development. Um, he owns Bing, uh, Binge uh, Creative. And so he does, he's like a marketing business, business guy. And he's still to this day helps me out. Uh, he re- helped me rebrand, kind of, kind of spice things up, make, make it look a little bit better. But we started it then. And from 2008 until now, it just drew. So I think the first two years, first three years, I kind of did it part time. And then I quit my job. I was working at a group home. And then I said, well, I'll just do this full time. I can make money. Let's go. So I did it. I started full time. I applied everything that I learned from real estate to this business. Just, you know, uh, shift things around a little bit. And we just started going. Uh, we started doing a lot of weddings. And then I started getting people to uh, started people to work for me, uh, work under me. And um, so what did you do to to get clients when you started out? OK, so back then there were a series of websites. One was called the Cidio and Event, Event Active and things like that. And so what I would do is, and I, you know, I really stayed away from going to like bridal shows. I, I, I had other DJ friends that would go to bridal shows and I just didn't, the only thing that I found beneficial, beneficial then was that they would give me a list of phone numbers and emails. Now they really don't do that anymore. I think they might give you an email address uh, and I would just get the email address and I would call. So what I would do is I would have a CRM, and I think anybody who owns a small business needs to have a client man, client relationships management program. For myself, I use a program called, um, I call, um, where are you? It is called Pipe Drive, okay? And so this is how I organize my leads, right? So they go from open leads, contracted leads, people that I'm going to be meeting with, negotiating, contract set, and booked. Nice. And once they're booked, they go in this thing, and then the, then you'll have, um, then you'll have a, then once you do the event, you put them in one, and then yeah. you can calculate how much you've you made throughout the year and things, yeah. like, things like that. So what I would do is I would buy leads from these companies, and I would put them all in a database. I was using Salesforce at the time, and I made it a point that every Monday and Wednesday I would call every day, and I would say to myself, I need, I. I need to be in front of someone who is old enough, who's 18 years old and old enough to sign a contract with me um, in order to make money. So I would call every day and I would email by like every other day. Hey, it's Alex. Um, are you interested in um, our DJ service or are you still interested? Whatever. Just something short. And they would get back to me. Yes, no. Leave me alone. Or yeah, let's see <laughs> tomorrow. Well, I think a lot of people are afraid because if you think about it, um, whatever you're doing, whatever small business you have, you're, you're in sales. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a matter of just asking that you can't be afraid to ask the question, are you ready to meet? Or would you like to move forward with, with our service? Yeah. Um, and so that's what I did. And so I was constantly on the phones. I was constantly in Orange County. I would leave here and I would be in Orange County, Orange County, Orange County. I would try to set up two or three appointments a day if I was going to be in Orange County or wherever, whatever area and say, hey, I'm going to be in your area. Can we meet? And so that's what I, that, that's what I would do. So I started there. I did that for the first few years. Then after that, um, our internet presence started getting a lot better. I really focused on my SEOs and um, every other everything else on on internet. Yeah, and people started referring us, and we started getting clients that way. So I did slack off the last couple of years, yeah. but now I'm back to doing kind of doing the same thing. It's a little bit different now because I think a lot more people don't necessarily want to meet face to face. So it's a lot easier for people to just have a conversation on through text message yeah. or through uh, some kind of instant messenger. And then that that's how we started. We 
but let me see that. But now I feel like there's also other ways, uh, you know, like uh, strategies that you can use because, like you said, like people aren't necessarily always trying to meet, mm. you know, or it, you know, like in your guys's case, you guys are super busy, yeah. So you can't always make the time Correct. to meet. But then I'm sure you have, uh, like I've seen, I've seen your your setup when you request a quote, you guys send like a whole brochure package thing. Well, out, you know, right? I stopped doing that. Um, I stopped actually stopped doing that now. Um, I was reading some articles and there, and I know every client that comes our way are, yeah. they're not millennials, but you know, people have changed. They don't like to just get slapped in the face. It just feels a little bit more, um, it feels canned. Yeah. Right. So now instead of doing that, which I had to break myself cause you know, you, you, you get stuck in this way. Like, okay, when someone uh, sends a request, I just say, Oh yeah, we have the standard package, the elite package, this package. Um, what do you think? When's the best time to meet today or tomorrow? People don't, it's just too much now. Now, I try to match the way they re, they request. Yeah. Hey, I'm having a wedding on October 4th. Um, are you available? And I'll say, hey, hey, Becky, yeah, I am available. I'd love to send you a quote. It's usually between this and this price, uh, but I need to get some more information from you. Um, like time, location. So you um, make it a little yes. bit more personal yeah, too. Yeah, and it just, it, it does actually set the tone. So I started doing that more often now. I hated doing it because that means I actually have to write, write yeah. the email. But I have a better response, better response, and I'm booking a lot more events. So with actually communicating with people that way, that's good to hear, man. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think you know, I don't think there's a, a, a right or wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. I know some people use programs, some people you know do it a little bit more personal. Right now, we're still doing it more personal. Mm-hmm. Anybody that writes to us, I mean, I'm writing a personal email back Correct. to them, yeah. you know, and we're we're kind of fighting between like changing that up a little bit. Um, but me personally, like I, I love talking to people, mm-hmm. you know, so whenever I get an inquiry, I know it takes me a little bit extra time, but I, I, I like enjoy responding yeah. to them yeah. and being like, Hey guys, congratulations on your engagement. It's so exciting. You know, you're getting married in the summer. That's really awesome. I make my messages personal yeah. and, um, I don't know. I, I like having that interaction with the people. Yeah, it is. You know? you know, I've been enjoying it a lot lately. Like I think it was last week. I had like three, uh, client, was it last week or before I, Three client meetings like on a yeah. Sunday, and the the H one we're just laughing, we're just yeah. freaking laughing the whole time because we just, everything was so personal. Yeah. And the last client, um, a new client, they uh, they they were there for a booking, and we were just messing around. I was like, "Hey, I'm here. I'm parking." They're like, "Okay, we're over at this in the patio of this bar." And I text them, "Beer me." Right? <laughs> I was like, just kidding. And he's like, nah, I got you, bro. So when I got there, there was a beer. I was like, okay. And we, oh my gosh, it was so fun. We were just yeah. laughing, talking. And um, we got to know a lot. Of the, uh, the mom was there. We got to know so much uh, of one another. So yeah. it's been really fun, actually, yeah. lately. So that was really yeah. cool, building that relationship and going yeah. back to like, yeah. uh, it's more than just like sending canned emails, which I yeah. still have canned emails. Yeah. I still have emails that say, hey, but I edit them. Because yeah. I still want to be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'll, yeah. I'll f- do a few things and talk to people. So, um, we think we're, we're really big on the, on the, um, customer experience, yeah. you know? Yeah. So to me, that's why I don't really want to stray away from that because mm-hmm. I want it to be person, yeah. personal be, f- for every client, Correct. you know? And I want to give them that experience. Yeah. So I think having a, um, a little bit of both is, is essential for, mm-hmm. for any company, you know? So, Cause once people book, I send them the same email. Yeah. Because then that that way I'm not confused and they're not confused. Yeah. So for instance, they one email I send them right, right when they book and say, okay, there's three ways of choosing music. One, you can go on our database. Two, um, you can use Spotify to create playlists. Or three, you can use Apple Music, uh, but pick one. You know, um, and there it, that email is always the same because um, I'm not. I I can always make sure that 
for the request, I'm always getting them the same way in, you know. So, I mean, I think it's mix and match. I think they work yeah. both hand in hand. It's good to have. Yeah. You know? So That's cool. So, how did you grow the team? So, I grew the team to do other... So, the first guy that... So, Joe and I worked together, and my nephew worked, my nephew Christian. And then another guy that I met was a DJ through my church. His name was um, Haul, uh, DJ Duda. I think he's called DJ Casablanca now. I'm not sure. <laughs> he actually works for um, Native Instruments. And I met him at church. And so I was like, you're a DJ? I'm a DJ. I need help. Would you like to come? He's like, sure. So we started DJing. He became one of my best friends. We used to fight all the time. Like nothing crazy. Like you're, you're doing it wrong. Like you're doing it wrong. Like, but we were such good friends. Yeah. Like it was fun. Um, and so he came on board. And then he kind of got busy with other things. Uh, getting married. Kids. And he found an, another job because he wanted to get in, into um, like a, the distribution side of like the DJing mm-hmm. uh, aspect. And, um, but he introduced me to other DJs that he knew and the guy was Leo, you know, Leo. And so I met, I actually, I think for two years, one or two years, I never met Leo. Leo just worked for me. Really? Yeah. I just say for me, he worked for the team. Um, that's interesting. And I never met him. You guys are like such close friends. I know we're (laughs) such good friends now. And so Leo would go out and he would just rock it, man. He would go to, um, all these different events and just rock it. Then finally, um, another guy worked for me finally and said, Hey guys, let's have a meeting. So I took everybody out to lunch. So we just kind of discussed what you know what what I wanted to do with the with the, with the team, and we just kind of became friends from there. Um, we started doing a bunch of events. Uh, we we we've gone to like Mexico together for for teaching and things yeah. like that, and it's been it's been fun. So he's became he's become one of my best friends, yeah. trustworthy dude. So that's how I really built the team. It was, it was all word of mouth. Yeah. You know, all, every DJ that I have on the team, it, it was all word of mouth. You know. Um, so that's how I, I essentially do it. And to. they're all great dudes, man. Thank like you. everybody that that we've worked with is really awesome. Thank you. And uh, you know, we're, we're I'm, obviously I'm close to you. And, yeah. But uh, we've gotten pretty close with Leo. We've seen yeah. him a bunch too. And and they're, and, yeah, they're phenomenal yeah. dudes. Yeah, they're always playing. So um, do I know? So you run you run the team. I run it, but I, I'm DJing more now. You DJing? I'm now. going out a lot more and emceeing a lot more than I was a few years a few years ago. Yeah. So I still run the team. Um, I always though I mean for weddings unless it's a small wedding under like a hundred people, yeah. I always recommend going with two people. So I usually try to team people, team guys up. It'll yeah. be myself and Leo or myself and another guy to go out to do a wedding. It always works, even if they have a coordinator. Just yeah. it's so much different. The dynamic is better, and we're able to engage the crowd. Just yeah. it's just a, a different dynamic. You well, know? you got somebody focusing on the music, yeah, and then somebody focusing just strictly on the. MC is that what correct? You guys do? Yeah, because I think a lot of people, I think they forget. They, they always be like, "We want someone to keep the keep the de- the the crowd alive." Yeah. Well, there's only so much you can do to be like, "All right, guys, put your hands together, put your hands together," because that kind of gets tiring. People are just like, "All right, yeah. dude, shut up!" Or you're on the mic way too much. You're yell, telling, yelling at us, telling yeah. us to clap our hands. Um, so I found it way better, and this is something that Keith taught me. When there's two, one focuses on. Even though we're both DJs, we yeah. can both MC. One focus. Uh, the one my focus my primary focus is to coordinate the wedding yeah um and so we make a timeline and then the day of we kind of like make sure that everything is flowing because if we can keep everything on track and things aren't lagging guests will guests won't feel like oh we're just sitting here yeah Uh, dinner's done and what's going on what's next what's next we we try to make it going so then you have more time at the end to dance Mm -hmm. your guests feel like they just had a great time uh, at a wedding and if you think about it the average wedding is six hours that's a that's almost a, a full work day yeah you know Going there and leaving. It is. Yeah. It is a work day. Um, for, for us. Um, but it's a big chunk of some uh, someone's day. So that's what we really want to focus, focus on, you know. You know, talking to some of my clients, we have noticed that, you know, the DJs do take a, a pretty big role 
in uh, guiding them through their wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you guys involve yourself as much as you can to make it easier on yourself? Or is it more like providing a service for the client? Well, I have two. And I I have a a few different options that people have. You know, we want to help them out as much as we can. But we also want to remember that um, we don't want to overstep our role and overexert ourselves, you know. Because it is tricky just to be a DJ MC and then you know, focus on music just for the night. And then there's another thing on coordinating. So, you know, we do have that. If people want to like just have us just DJ, we can just do that. Um, but we, I always recommend getting this event coordination package that we have because yeah. um, we're way more involved. You know, uh, when we, we meet again, we create a timeline. We really work with a the coordinator. There, there have been many times that I work with coordinators, planners, even though they're great, I'll say, you know, I, can I make a suggestion? I'm like, yeah, what's up? I, I think we should do this. Let's move this around because I, I feel like it'll flow a lot better right yeah. now and we'll move it. So we do try to get in there as much as we can. But we also, I feel like for, our, for business sake and even yeah. for the protection of my DJs, yeah. I do have it. There is a clause in my contract that says, like, hey, if you go with our standard wedding package, like we, we don't do this. Yeah. You know, We'll help you as far as we can for like creating song playlists. But when it comes to like really coordinating and stuff like that, um, we ask, you know, upgrade your package. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that sounds weird, but... I no, just, I just it, feel like it protects it, my guys. Yeah, too, you know? I was gonna say, and then and then by laying it all out, you create expectations yeah. too. And 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 my guys aren't stressed. They know that their intentions for going. And they we always try to step up and help out. But we want to make. Oh, that sounds really. <laughs> either that sounds gross or that sounds oh refreshing. I need some water. Oh, we're drinking water here, guys. So. Uh, no, it just it just gives everybody an understanding of what's going on, what's expected of, of the service, and it makes it easier for my guys to go and just feel comfortable yeah. at the event, and you know they're taking care of our guests, are taking care of Because we do, uh, you know, what we do, we we uh, we try to involve ourselves as much as we can in the in the planning process. Yeah. And the reason we choose to do that is because um, that kind of helps ourselves out a little mm-hmm. bit you know we, yeah. we can create expectations like you know family photos are going to take this long your mm-hmm. photos are going to take this long so when they if they do and when they do get a wedding coordinator yeah. they can sit down and and kind of lay those things out yeah. you know because a lot of the times we've noticed that uh we're one of the first vendors that that they they get mm-hmm. so when we sit down with them and we and we kind of run them through a typical wedding day yeah. you know they leave that meeting going like oh there's so much i didn't think about correct yeah you know what i mean we did de- we definitely do that like if it's a first meeting or whatever we talk on the phone we go through all that mm-hmm. and then once they obviously once the once the client moves forward with our services like i lay them down i say look not lay them down <laughs> i give i send them templates i said look this is the, t- the way i like to, to structure it you may not choose us to coordinate you may already have a coordinator but here's a here's a template of how we typically do it and here's different ways of doing certain things and it you're i think you're right it does help people like oh i didn't think about that and we always tell them too like and you know everything that we end up talking about we always tell them like just just so you know again these are all suggestions Mm -hmm. you know this is this is what we've seen at weddings in our experience you know but please talk to your coordinator talk to your dj Mm -hmm. uh let them know some of the things we discussed but that way you guys can all figure out exactly what you want to do on your wedding yeah you know what i mean because we all got work together oh yeah we do um do your do your clients come to you specifically for guidance um they do ask questions i try to provide them with everything up front you know this is a this is an average structure but we can definitely change things around if needed or add things to the timeline um but uh yeah usually if if they ask we're right there to 
coach them and guide them. Yeah. It's the first, usually it's their first wedding and yeah. they need help. So yeah. Did I answer that question correctly? Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Um, when, you know, you were talking about like some of the things that you had on your contract, mm-hmm. what, what kind of expectations do you lay out for them? Um, like in terms of, you know, like, uh, well, like you said, you don't want to overstep your boundaries if they have like a coordinator or something like yeah. that, but for yourself, like to protect yourself, so, what kind of expectations do you lay out? So I have clients? a three page contract, yeah. right? And so, um, we'll have the standard right on the first page tells you everything that uh, we have to offer and how much it costs. Yeah. And then on the second page, it tells you detailed of what is there, what's expected for each event. You know, for each uh, each package. So, for instance, our standard packages, we provide you know x amount of you know uh, speakers and hours. Um, the DJ will do this, and they will do they will not do this. If you are looking for this, please make sure you get a coordinator or get or, or uh, hire us yeah. to be your event coordinator for the day, for the event coordinator. Um, so yeah, we're pretty specific on the second page. I I I really recommend everybody do that. Like. Be specific on what's expected and what's yeah. not expected. And even yeah. share that with the other vendors as well. Yeah. Because uh, there'll be so many times where you show up and they'll be like, hey, DJ, what's, um, you know, when are you doing this? I'm like, I'm not really coordinating, but let's try to figure it out. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be a jerk, but you, yeah. you want to help them out. Um, and there's a coordinator there, but they're not, they may not be. Yeah. You know, I mean, they don't know what package, you, you know. That you yeah, have, they don't but... know. And I think, I think it's expected sometimes that the DJ should be a coordinator. Yeah. And I'm like, that's kind of like, they're all, honestly, they're really two different um they're really two different fields. You know, to keep a, a, a wedding going or any event, yeah. it really takes, you know, you're not, I'm not focusing on music. I'm thinking, what's the timeline look like? What time do we have? All right, what's next? Yeah. Um, oh, we have champagne, uh, or sorry, we have a toast in 10 minutes. The champagne poured. Okay, let's go check out with the with the vendor or the catering staff. Hey, we're gonna, in 10 minutes, we're going to do this. Talk to the bride and groom. Are you guys ready for, you know, uh, the toast in 10 minutes? Oh, yeah. Uh, your first dance is in 10 minutes. Are you guys ready? Oh, no, you know what? I need to go bustle my dress. I'm going to do that first. Okay, great. Let's just push that back 10 minutes and then let me t- tell all the other vendors so they know where we're at. So it takes a lot more than just kind of like, all right, now this, now this, now yeah. this. You really got to engage everybody. Mm-hmm. And especially the photographers, uh, one big thing is that we're going to move into like the grand entrance, your first dance, your father dance, father-daughter dance. I want to make sure that they're ready. Uh, because, you know, sometimes uh, you most photographers get fed, yeah. but we want to make sure that we're not running into the next event without them being there so they can capture um, the capture of the event as well. Thank you for that. You know, I try. I try. <laughs> That's how I met my last girlfriend. <laughs> no way. I think, you know, it's important what you said about uh, creating those expectations um, because you don't want to be at fault for anything. And even if, like like you said, if you don't have, uh, if you're not acting as coordinator that day, you still don't want it to go back yeah. to the bride and groom and they're like, hey, your, your DJ didn't do this. Well, no, we know. You yeah. know what I mean? At least yeah. they know exactly what's going on because we get that all the time like uh, our biggest thing is uh the expected return date for their package mm, right yeah and that's really big yeah um and it's super like every time i talk to my clients we remind them again and just so you know it's on the contract just so you know you can expect your package between this and this many yeah. weeks every time like yeah. we have it laid out on the contract and every time we talk to them we bring it up again because even though we do that uh, you know, they're so caught up in planning the wedding and everything's really busy in the day of the wedding. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for them to, um, to contact us like two weeks later and be like, Hey, can you remind me when, when we're going to get our photos? I mean, they're excited. Yeah, they want to yeah, see their yeah. stuff, you know, exactly. but we still have to remind them like, Oh yeah. You know, um, yeah. you can expect in this amount of time. And they're like, Oh, that's right. You, yeah. you know, you already told us, yeah. you know, but there's a lot of people that I feel like miss that, or maybe they do put on the contract, but that's one of the big things you have to be vocal about, you know, yeah. and all the expectations. I think it's important to 
lay out everything and make sure they know exactly what what they're getting themselves yeah. into. You and know? it's it's hard. I think everybody. I mean, we do it. I mean, when iTunes comes out with a new <laughs> agreement, you just click read the mm-hmm. you know, yep. it's, it's with Instagram <laughs> yeah. or anything else yeah. uh, same thing with our contracts even though the contract on the second page is this is what you're getting sign it yeah. initial and check check it initial yep. um, you still have to remind them you know uh, remind your clients so uh, that's good stuff so what's your experience like working with the other photographers so far I've had a pretty good experience yeah. uh, nothing bad um, sometimes I maybe it's just me maybe I'm just being over uh, over um, thinking over things but sometimes I think like they don't like us. <laughs> We're like the used car salesman. No offense to any used car salesman. <laughs> I know some of you are my good friends. And uh, but, but no. Sometimes I feel like, oh, the DJ. I'm like, no, we're pretty sensible guys. Yeah. How can I help you? But I think for the most part, uh, I think everybody that I worked with has been pretty cool, yeah. fun. Uh, usually we share a meal together because we all take breaks of work yeah. around the same time and we just talk, shoot, yeah. shoot the breeze. Like, hey, where are you from? How'd you get started? So it's really, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. Been and you guys cool. are super easy going. I mean, we, we, we haven't really had any bad experiences with DJs ourselves. Yeah. You know, like everyone would come up to. We always make it a point to make sure we know all the vendors, yeah. you know, because you guys are all working together to make this day happen. Hey, mother effer. <laughs> you better get, get good shots of me while I'm DJing, man. Do you, do you ask for photos from the photographer? Sometimes I do. I'll be like, hey, you mind if I get some photos from yeah. you? Share? And I always, like, if I get a photo from them, I always put, like, hey, photo from, yeah. you know, photo credit from so-and-so. Yeah. I've been a little lazy on doing that, um, but I need to do that a little bit more because, you know, they take some great photos, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's Have nice. you had any bad experiences with the wedding photographers? <sighs> no. Not uh, not during the wedding day. No. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> We won't. We won't get into that right now. <laughs> Thank you for my puppy. If you're listening. Oh my god. <laughs> I still um, love you. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. You know what? I'm gonna pour us that beer. All right, cool. I'm not even gonna stop it. We're gonna keep going. All right. So I brought one more beer uh, to share with you. Ooh. Did you hear that? That sounded yummy. Sounds good. So this is uh, Rogue. You know Rogue. I do. What's the um, alcohol percentage and everything in that one? Uh, I don't even know, man. Just 7.5. Oh, some high octane. <laughs> so this is one of my favorites. This is a cold brew IPA by Rogue. I like Rogue, actually. Yeah. Oops. Have you had this one? I don't know if I've had this one. Smell it. It's delicious. It smells good. Mm-hmm. It smells dinky. Mm-hmm. So how's been the feedback on the on the podcast? People. Uh, it's been pretty good, man. Uh, we we're getting some questions from people. Uh, we're getting some good responses, okay. and uh, that's all I can ask for, man. I mean, you know, the whole thing is is for fun. You know, yeah. I just want to provide content. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this whole thing is just looking at weddings through uh, our perspective, and mm-hmm. you know, giving it our opinion on like the way we handle things. I'd like to, if there are any Indian listeners, I'd love to do an Indian wedding. If you can give me the opportunity, <laughs> like the big ones, you know. You haven't done an Indian wedding? No, no, no. Not the one where they like try and take the shoes from the groom and come in the elephants and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Like the three day. Looks three so day beautiful. And stuff. Oh yeah. my god, it looks yeah. so beautiful, and I know the food will be like. We've never, we've never done that either, but I know it's kind of a niche, you know. It is, yeah. yeah. And I can't imagine, like, I hear those photographers, they, sh- they end up shooting, like, 10, 12,000 photos that oh, they have man. to cull through. I mean, we're talking three, four days, yeah, right? It's yeah, it's crazy. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Ooh, oh, I 
love that beer. It's good. It's a good beer. Brought to you it's by. It's a good beer. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was, um, it's hard to find a good DJ, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In 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 uh, especially when we were looking for our wedding too. Yeah. Um, I think the hardest thing is, you know, with photographers, they have a portfolio, they have something that they can, you know, physically look at and see, get an idea of what they do. But I feel like with DJs, a lot of DJs, there's no like, there's no showcase, you know, yeah. it's just someone you heard or someone recommended mm-hmm. and yeah, they say good things about him. But I mean, you know, unless they've been to a wedding where they've seen that DJ in action, yeah. you, you know, you don't really know how they're going to be. How do you guys, uh, what do you guys do to kind of put yourselves out there with we that. try to continually focus on like posting things on instagram like mm-hmm. recently i realized i'm posting too many pictures instead of videos so people can see kind of get an idea if you hear snorting in the background that's my little that's dog Charlie. oh so i think the first thing people should look at i mean there are a lot of great places out there that you can find reviews on for djs you know if they're really in the wedding industry they're going to look at the not they're going to look at wedding wire they're going to look at yelp um they're going to look at their um what they have to offer and I think one of the biggest ones is if most DJs have, we basically all have the same music. Most DJs, mm-hmm. right? Granted, I have I have some other remixes maybe the other guy doesn't have. Yeah. But for the most part, every standard we have. Um, I think people should look at the, you know, their their ratings online because that's all available for anybody to check, check out. But then <laughs> definitely look at what they have to offer. So, for instance, we have a standard package and then we have a coordination package. If, I think if a DJ talks about coordination that's probably the guy you might want to go with um or girl gal you know because they have a really good idea on how things should flow mm-hmm. and that's really my biggest my biggest thing for any wedding like let's make this flow really good because the music is pretty hands down like i mean any good dj when you ask him a question what kind of music do you play they should their response should be something as you know we are we 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 cater to a wide variety of mixed mixed uh uh, crowds, mm-hmm. meaning it could be anything from eth- different ethnicities getting married at one time, uh, different age groups. Obviously, there's different age groups. Like little kid, potentially little kids, to your your grandparents, your aunts and uncles. And how do you mix all that up? So you ask those questions, and you know, based on that response, you should be able to be like, okay, this guy, this this person seems like the right guy to go with. Um, and then at the next, the next thing is, how do you get along with them? Because you want to get along with the with the yeah. person. So I think having that not just like oh i heard he's good but like do we click can we talk can we talk normal you get that vibe from anybody you meet you i mean it's like anything you meet somebody for the first time you initially you initially know he seems like a cool dude i, I think i get that vibe I, I feel comfortable with him we should move forward you know i think that's a great way to that's probably where that personal touch comes in with you guys too right because then yeah we try to be i try to be myself yeah. you know as much as i can um i'm a goofy guy you know, regardless. What? Uh, no. Uh, super goofy, man. What? Um, but at the end of Do the day... Do you tell jokes? Oh, I... I, I <laughs> she had... I made her laugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's it. I mean, I mean, like I said, there are a lot of great DJs out there. Um, but you should be looking at the, the reviews. And do they, do they know... If, maybe you don't hire them for coordination, but do they have an understanding of how, how a wedding or any kind of event should flow? Yeah. Um, you should ask those questions, and if you get that, uh, understand that this is the right dude, yeah. right person, you should move forward. But most DJs these days, um, if they're in the wedding business, should have um, reviews online. Yeah, there there shouldn't be any reason why you don't have any kind of reviews on Yelp or 
wedding wire or whatnot. Yeah. You know. Do you do anything to to make your your business discoverable other than you know like uh, marketing through maybe like uh, Facebook and Google Ads stuff like that? Do you guys do anything besides that? I'll t- I'll tell you where I, where I, I focus on all social media. Um, make sure that I continually post every day. I make sure that I have thirty hashtags that are um, kind of relatable to the clients that I want to attract. I always post those. Um, I buy. I do purchase some on some. What do you call it? Um, ads. Ads on ads. Instagram and Facebook. Um, but then I also advertise on the wedding wire as well. Yeah. Um, and so that helps out. How, do, how has uh, some of those avenues helped you out? Wedding wire and the knot have helped. Uh, I'm not advertising on the knot right now, but I still get leads from them. Yeah. Um, they're really good. Just a matter of managing all, all the leads that come in. Didn't you guys have an award from? We did. We won an award this last year for um, what? What's the knot best? Of, no, the knot is best of weddings. We won um, prefer like one of the preferred vendors from Wedding Wire. Yeah. So we got a lot of really good reviews. So I think I think those are really good investments, uh, as long as you, especially like if you're going to advertise in Wedding Wire or the Knot, those are great investments. But make sure that you once those leads come in, that you organize it the right way. So for instance, for me, oh, it's Couples Choice Awards from the Wedding Wire, 2018. Nice. Congrats, man. Thank you. Um, like I said, if you have your own business, you should have something like Pipe Drive, uh, that has everything in there, has their contact information. Uh, dates and times of the wedding. You're able to download the co- uh, original contract in there, uh, timelines in there, so you can access it from your phone. Uh, so you're never, you don't have to, you know, it's not laying at your laptop or whatever mm-hmm. at, at your house, but you can always have access to it. But managing those, I mean, if you're, I, I think those are great places to, to advertise, you know. But keep your social media alive. Uh, keep posting. We, we, lately, we've been getting a lot of calls from social media yeah um and i track that and i always say where when i fill out my client form on my own personal or own personal thing here mm-hmm. i always put where they came from that way i have a record oh maybe next year i should invest a little bit more on instagram yeah. or maybe i want to get more on facebook maybe I should spend more money on facebook or whatever yeah. um and it comes in and but that's that's the best way i think it's super important to pay attention to where your traffic comes from because oh, yeah. you can you can kind of put all your Focus on, on that, like, oh, you know, like, uh, this year we're getting a lot of traffic directly through our website, nice. you know, so we're taking the time to to post more blogs mm-hmm. and just, you know, keep up on our website because, like, our, our front page, we're constantly, like, switching photos and yeah. stuff like that and just keep it up to date, you know, because well, we know we get a lot of traffic through Well, there. it's good, too, because, you know, the way um, when you're constantly <clears throat> keeping your website updated and it looks crisp and fresh... Google notices that mm-hmm. they're gonna they keep coming like once a month or every few weeks just to see if there's anything new, and that's what helps you kind of get better ratings yeah. on like um, Instagram or sorry, on um, on your web presence. So yeah. when someone Google's you know Ranch Cucamonga DJ or Inland Empire DJ, um, you'll be up there um, close to me because you've been adding content. So um, I wanted to ask you how do, how does your personal style influence the way you DJ? It's a good one. It's a good question. Think about it for. Mm. Well, <laughs> I definitely love that. Well, after a few drinks at a wedding, I slammed. I don't get my app. No, I'm just kidding. Guys. What's what, you know? What? Let me ask you that real quick. What's uh, what's your take on drinking at a wedding? I think you can if the yeah. bride and groom are like, "Dude, have a drink with us." You're like, "All right, cool." Yeah. Um, some say no. Um, I used to never, but sometimes there's been a lot of times when I'm like, next thing you know, I turn around, the dad or the groom are like, "Do a shot with us," and you're like, 
all right but you can't do you can't really go too you can't go hard because yeah. you can't dj correctly you're on the job yeah, yeah and you really like um i think with anything you feel a little loose people that's why people have cocktails because they yeah. feel a little loose yeah. but with djing if you feel too loose like you, you'll mess up it'll yeah. sound like uh because you're trying to mix songs together you're beat yeah. matching um and if you do that at a, if you do that and you're too under the influence yeah. it just sounds like shoes in the dryer you ever heard shoes in the dryer yeah. like that. that's what we call it shoes yeah. in the dryer yeah. um but i think it's okay um, yeah i've heard both answers for yeah. this like we're we're pretty strict on on no drinking mm-hmm. um but that's only because you know we're running around the entire venue yeah and the last thing we want someone to see us do is take a break i know yeah. we, we take our breaks but even when we take our breaks they're outside or something yeah. like that you know what i mean so for me it's been that way but and uh I, but i don't have anything against uh taking a drink i know at weddings all the time the grooms are always trying to to get yes, us yeah, drunk, yeah. you know we're just spending the majority of the day <laughs> yeah, with, with people yeah. and they're just like you're in the rooms with them yeah. and they're like what's up man they're doing shots like dude yeah. come on yeah i, I, get, I normally I try that. to send uh maria with the groomsmen <laughs> i think it helps out man because you know like when when they see another woman in the room like she keeps them in line you yeah. know they could still be the way they are but yeah. as soon as maria's like i need you guys to line up over here like they do it yeah you know but when i come in they're like ulysses why don't you come take a shot with yeah, us yeah. we're pouring you one we don't care you know and it's like oh god i'm gonna get Down in trouble <laughs> yeah you know what um I don't mind it, but I usually, if someone offers me, I say after all the events are finished. Mm-hmm. So I don't have, I wouldn't have one. But once the last um, event, usually it's the um, Bouquet and Garter, then I'll, I don't mind having one. But if I have to be on the mic before that, I just don't, yeah. I don't mess with that. I'm too focused. You got to stay focused, you know what I'm saying? It's six, it's a wedding on average, on average is usually six hours, ceremony yeah. reception. So six hours of just staying focused and then. The last two hours, you can maybe have a drink or two. Yeah. But then you got to drive home, so you don't want to be like, can't be blitzed. <laughs> you know? The only time we did do that, though, when we were in Cabo. But that's because the groom was like, come on, let's go, let's yeah. go. And our hotel room was right there. So we hey, man, if we were in Cabo shooting a wedding. Oh, man, it was so fun. We, was would, a great we time. would stay professional yeah. and shoot the wedding. That's what we would do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, shoot, what did I ask you? Oh, no, I asked you... Um, how does your personal style influence? Oh, my per- how does my personal style influence how I DJ? Dude, you know yeah. what? I love music. Um, dude, I love to dance. It's so funny because like my style of DJing. Is- well, I see you on Snapchat too. Like if you guys don't follow Alex, please go follow please. Alex. But he's on Snapchat and you can catch him singing, playing guitar. Well, my personal one down. I do, I get a little down on uh, – the original Alex Ortiz. If you want to check out our um, Final Touch uh, account, it's Final Touch ENT um, on Instagram as well. So, but yeah, no, um, gosh, it's so crazy because dude, I really love music, man. So I don't care if it's country or whatnot, or or I, I just try to feel the vibe. When I see people dancing, I'm I'm like, oh, we're going for it. So I mean, it could be, I mean, it could be anything. I mean, just last week I did an event for. Uh, St. Joseph's Catholic School here for the parents. We had a big fundraiser. And you know what? They didn't like really like anything new. I played mostly 80s from like uh, Hall & Oates to uh, Rock and Español to, you know, um, New Wave, you know, things like that. And they were, and, and like, obviously like 80s hip hop, like uh, Salt and Pepper and things like that. 
and I was in it. I was just like, woo, just dancing in the back, yeah. and it felt so powerful. And then there's other times when it's just like it might be disco or it might be just like straight country. Yeah. You know, you might be playing like like what else? you might be playing um, save a horse, ride a cowboy. So I mean, my personal style, I. I don't know, man. I, I I really love people, and I just love having a good time. Um, I just think as long as people are dancing, we're good. I mean, I'll dance to just about anything. I mean, there's times when, I mean, I really love the blues, and sometimes the guys come over and we start playing blues, and we're jamming here till you know late at night, and I love dancing to the blues, but not everybody likes that, so I can't incorporate that aspect of my style into yeah. DJing most of the time, um, but. You know, I just like to remain. I, I'm pretty flexible, man. I grew yeah. up around music, you know, so I don't well, know that. Well, answer. you clearly have a love for music, yeah. Right? And I, that that probably projects onto every wedding or event that you. Yeah, do. I hope yeah. so. I mean, I hope that answers the question correctly, because, I mean, I don't know. I just love having fun, man. Yeah. I mean, if we, I mean, I don't mind if it goes from gangster rap to Miley Cyrus. I'm in, <laughs> you know, and it happens, you know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean. I don't know my personal style. It's just I guess just keep things flowing. Yeah. You know, if I could, if the less I can stay on the mic and keep people dancing, then I know I'm doing a good job. Nice. Because I know the music nice. is flowing. I don't have to be like just get on the dance floor and I'm doing I'm playing the right hits. Yeah. You know. So. You guys do great work, man. Thank you. You guys do really great work. You know, we had you guys at at our wedding. Your wedding was fun. <sighs> Everybody was lit. Everybody was lit, and you know we had such, you know we uh, we had um, you know Maria's Nicaraguense. Mm. Uh, my family's from Mexico. We had our white friends there. We had we had just about all the cultures there, man. And all I remember is that everybody had a great time. Everybody mixed well together, yeah. and nobody got off the dance floor. Mm. You know, we we left early, and we heard that <laughs> they just dude they, that your, you could. Yeah. <laughs> your family was rocking and rolling, dude. And your cousin was like. Trying to tip me, like, hey, play some cumbias. I'm like, bro, it's still dinner. Like, <laughs> like not yet, dude. Not yet, bro. Dude, that's so awesome. Somebody, yeah, somebody's cousin yeah, was like, hey. Yeah. They kept sending the kid over. To like, hey, uh, my uncle wants to play. I was like, uh, can you let your uncle know it's still dinner? Um, Ulysses and Maria are greeting, still saying hello oh, to guests. I promise you I'll play it. We have a wild We have a wild. It was family, funny. They're man. like, no, I'll tip you. I'll yeah. tip you, man. Look, I promise you. I'm going to tip me. I'll promise I'll play your song. So, no, but you guys, you guys are great, man. We we obviously like uh, I may be a little biased because we had such a great experience with you. Thank you. Uh, but we've seen you in action at other weddings. You know, we we always refer you guys, and when we see you at other weddings, like you know, I'm sure you guys get the compliments too. Yeah, but. likewise, man. I mean, I love posting your pictures on my because I'm like, oh, we work together. Check out um, um, Ulysses and Maria. I mean, you guys do an amazing job. So. I know that when I work with you guys, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good Instagram stuff. Yeah. Woo. yeah. So, because you guys do some great stuff, like, um, even the last wedding we did was it? It was a rainy day. Yeah, was that was the that was a New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, and it was a rainy day, and you guys still pulled out some phenomenal pictures. It was Thanks, cloudy man. and beautiful. I lo- actually love rainy day weddings. Yeah, I hope if I ever yeah. get married, it rains like yeah. a mother on my wedding. Dude, that day. stuff doesn't scare us, oh, man. Oh man, you know, like, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so and it makes it just a you capture such cool stuff when you see those pictures and umbrellas are out and yeah. you know yeah it's like wow that's phenomenal yeah know? and I mean like we're in California so you don't normally see stuff like that yeah you right know? so so when something like that happens with us we're like oh man you guys are gonna have a memorable wedding yeah. obviously like you and, and at that wedding you remember like water was coming in down the tent you yeah. guys had to move some yeah, stuff yeah. like it was kind of scary it was, it was, yeah, but it was it's like, an ex- get <laughs> but it's an experience too it you is know? you know and, and photography is such a crazy I was I was 
I, I love in college, I took art classes, right? And you study photography, uh, a little bit of photography. And it's crazy to you think photography goes back about 200 years, a little bit of 200 years now. Uh, in the first pictures, you're, you're, you're capturing this art of photography is only 200 years old, meaning that it's still, in a sense, kind of like a young art because sculpture yep. and all these other things have been going on for for so long. Hey, there's so much, so there's so many different areas to explore with photography. It's, yeah, it's pretty beautiful. Yeah, you know, I checked it out last night. The the first pictures of like the moon, the first pictures of uh, F- France. There's you know France, yeah. um, the history of France and photography. You see some of the first pictures being taken. The, the first picture of a man. It was just and it took like 17 minutes with yeah. to to, yeah. to get a shot. Um, but the first picture of a human being was. Because he was getting his shoe shined. Oh, that's cool. You know, isn't yeah. that is yeah. that's crazy? And that's eighteen something, eighteen twenty eight yeah. or something like that. There's some old like pinhole uh, photographs too, like of of like cities being built and stuff. Yeah, like that too. That's really awesome. It's just yeah. it's just it's phenomenal what you get to capture and like whole, the art of history. I was even listening to this, I forget who I was listening to the other day, and they were talking about how uh, photography in itself is a culture. Think about the selfie or people posing where they're doing duck lips, maybe sticking <laughs> their butt out. That That's all relatively new. You think yeah. about like the turn of the century, people were just like stone cold killer faces, yep. you know, yeah. but the, no the, smiles, the, nothing, the, 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 the smile hadn't been invented. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, the, like that for a, for a, or smiling for a, for a camera because yeah. cameras were such a, like a, like an odd thing to be in front of. Like, I'm going to take a picture. What does that mean? And then you stand there. Yeah. Just, just don't move. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, Whoa. Okay. Yeah, it's so crazy. It, but it's powerful stuff. I mean, think yeah. about it. There are people still on this earth that have never seen a foot, foot, picture of themselves. That's crazy. You know? Yeah. Um, I remember going to some villages uh, down, just helping out. And we just take a, like, what are, what are the pictures where you snap a picture? The, the, the picture, Polaroid. The Polaroid. Yeah. And you give it, it would be like, like, oh, man, we get to keep a picture of ourselves. And yeah. They've never had a... So like photography is, I think it's still like, yeah. dang man, it's still it's so powerful. You guys to do some good stuff. So thanks, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So, well, uh, let me go back to a little bit about your business. Yeah. Um, what do you do to prioritize your 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 time management for your business? Okay. Like what, you touched on it a little bit earlier. But... So I mean, one hundred percent for entrepreneurs. I honestly think um, Google calendars. You need a CRM. If you are in business for yourself, like what we do, and we manage multiple clients, yeah. get a CRM. What, so what's a CRM? A, a client relationship management system. Yeah. So I use um, I use one called PipeDrive. Yeah. And what that allows you to do is organize your leads in, in different stages. So for instance, I have one, two, three, four, five, five stages before people book with me. Okay. So I have the open lead stage. This is people who have contacted me, who have just sent me the information. Then I have a contact. Con- then I move them over to contact mm-hmm. made, meaning we've had some kind of communication. They responded to me. They need more information or whatever. Then I have a meeting set because after they contact me, the goal should be let's meet face to face. Then after that, it's negotiation. So sometimes, like lately, we haven't been meeting face to face. Now it's negotiating, talking back and forth. Like because maybe um, you know I'm not charging them you know thousand dollars for you know a five hour wedding or, or thirteen hundred dollars for a wedding or two thousand whatever. It, it all varies because. They, they might have a 50-person wedding. I'm not going to charge them 2000 bucks. Like, yeah. That's kind of... That'd be weird. You know? yeah. It wouldn't be weird. I'm just... You know, you got to budget things out. Yeah. Maybe should I talk about money? You can talk about oh, whatever you want, man. Whatever. We charge uh, $5,000 for every wedding. Just Dang! You guys know, yeah. Just kidding. Just Ballin. kidding. Is that what that Lambo's doing out that's there? That's what... Look at that. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the Yukon edition. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know, um, then I go into the so the, so once again, open lead, contact made, 
meeting set negotiations, right? We're talking about price and what, what other things do they want a photo booth? Do they want lighting? Then it goes contract sent. Because even though they say, yeah, we'll book with you and I send them a contract, I, I put it in contract sent. And the contract set, I tell them, okay, we've made verbal uh, a communication that uh, you're ready to book. Once you receive this email, we'll reserve your date for three days. After that, um, unless we get a deposit and contract, um, we will leave your, your date will be open, you know? And then after that, they go into our booked lead. So get our CRM. I use Pipedrive. You can use Salesforce. There's, I think, Insightly, I think is another one. Uh, but I, I like Pipedrive. It's super easy to use, super manageable. Um, and you can edit it to, to the way you want. So I have mine edited for DJing, you know? If I start another business with the... Re uh, involves me going to clients. I could still use the same one and, and, and use it use it this way. Okay, yes, so yeah. first thing I said, Google Calendar. Yeah, I gotta have the Google calendars. Gotta have um, a calendar. Period. Period. I think there. Let me touch on this for a second. Uh, you know, if you have partners too, I think this is important. I'm sure you're, mm -hmm. you're going to mention this too. Uh, but you know, Marie and I work together. We're a husband and wife team. Um, that doesn't mean we have one calendar. Yeah. We, you know, we both uh, have the same calendar on our phone, and we're constantly putting things on the calendar for mm -hmm. the other to see because it's it, it was already happening in the past where you know you know I'd be like I have a shoot tomorrow, and she'd be like what What are you talking about tomorrow You know we ha I have a cake and I'm not gonna be able to make it or mm -hmm. whatever it is You know, so now we're always throwing stuff on on the calendar. So when somebody asks me like Hey, are you available this day? I pop it open right away, and even though I haven't talked to her about it, I'll see, like, you know, she has a, uh, some sort of cake order, you know, Maria's Baker. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And she'll tell me, like, it'll Very say delicious, by the way. I've eaten <laughs> several of her treats. Mm, mm, mm. Dude, she made our wedding cake. Yeah. That's uh, that's crazy. <laughs> but it was delicious. No, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'll, look, I'll, I'll, I'll open it up, and I'll see right away, like, oh, we have something that day, you know? So, and I think uh, if, if you have uh, partners you're working with, mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys use something like Google that. Google Calendar, if you have a multiple partner, multiple teammates, mm -hmm. um, use a Google Calendar. It's great because what I usually do is, Please fill out the dates that you're booked. And it says Leo booked. It'll say Jesus booked or whoever booked. So that if a client calls and I see that I personally am already booked, I know who I can call next. Is a guy, you ready? Here's The calendar's already up there. I can put them on the calendar and we're good to go. So, and number one, because um, time management, is, when you have your own business, time management is crucial. I always look at Mondays and Tuesdays are my best days to uh, contact leads and set appointments. So... Because the objective here is, though we love what we do, we we got to make money doing what we love, you know? So Mondays and Tuesdays, I focus on emailing everybody and calling everybody on one of those days or maybe the same day. And I call, make sure I call everybody. Now I've been using text message. If you have a MacBook, you can text from mm -hmm. your computer. So I'll text from my computer. I'll say, hey, it's Alex. Are you still interested in our, our, our package? Or I'll say, hey, it's Alex. Are you still, do you still want to meet tomorrow or whatever? Um, because I need to get that response. So... Google Calendar will help me set like, okay, I need to do this Monday or Monday through Friday. It'll set my gigs for a year from now if I need to, and we're good to go. Then the next thing is your CRM, PipeDrive. I use PipeDrive. You can use Salesforce. And then the last thing is just, that's basically just it. Um, I have create your own templates from what you need from your clients and always have those on deck because you want to create a smooth process and it should be almost the same thing every time tweaked because every client is different yeah. but those are basically my steps in, or, in order to stay organized Mondays and Tuesdays are my days to 
to email everybody and to or to work on um, um, advertising like social media and things like that. Well, okay. So besides uh, just like emailing and texting and getting back to clients, mm-hmm. what what kind of like a daily or weekly routines do you have in place for your business? You know, like what what you know, because there's there's all kinds of aspects. Obviously, like you have to work on your accounting, you have to work on your social media. Do you have any like specific routines that that you do? The social media um, aspect it could be a little tricky. I think only because um, sometimes people react to certain posts at different times. So I know that. Sunday night or Monday morning around 3 a.m. If I can wake up and post at that time, I'm going to get a better response than I will. Oh, really? 3 a.m.? I do. I post at 3 a.m. sometimes. So lately I've been posting at 3 a.m. if I'm awake um, or right when I wake up. Um, Usually I usually stay up pretty late, so I I post late at night because it just kind of helps out. That's what I've been noticing, right? Um, But usually, so my, my daily routine is Monday, wake up. I hit the gym, then I come home and I'll knock out all the emails and follow-ups. That's what I do. I sit out two hours or uh, two hours. I do the, all that and then I forget about it. The goal is just to get somebody to respond and set an, set an appointment. So that's what I do every day. Um, in terms of Monday, Tuesday for that, Thursdays I usually reserve for uh, updating music. So I try to sit down and update all my music and then go through clients, clients music um, for the weekend. And that's basically just it in a nutshell. So, uh, beginning of every month, I try to email clients for the following month, and I say, "Hey, your wedding's coming up. Did you fill out the timeline and stuff like that? What kind of help? What help do you need from me? Uh, do you want to meet, or do you want to do everything over the over the phone or online?" And uh, we kind of get those things organized for the following month. So that's that's basically in a nutshell. Um, I think that sometimes I wake up too late because you know Sundays I'm up late. You know, like this last Sunday we didn't get home till. 12.30, I think 1 o'clock, I can't, I can't even remember, it was pretty late. So I slept in a little bit, and then I got my day started. Um, but um, I think it's important to stay disciplined though, right? You got to have, you do have to have like these certain routines. You do, you have to place. do this, yeah, you have to say, I go to my I go to my little desk, my, my office, and I sit down and I just email. I just, maybe I put a podcast on just to listen in the back, and I just email. That's all I do. Uh, as long as I take care of that, then I'm golden it the first thing i do is just take care of all my emails i reply and i try to talk to somebody that day. yeah the biggest thing for any i think for anybody who's in, in in any kind of like sales industry whether you're a fake how can i get in front of that person sooner the better you yeah. know what i mean that's it so that's my daily discipline yeah first thing i do is i wake up check my emails if i don't have any new emails i go and i look and i can see oh when was the last time i emailed this person you know what i mean so that's the good thing about having a CRM because you can actually write down the last time you called somebody and the last time you emailed somebody and that way you're not blowing them up but you're staying consistent. Yeah. You know. Cuz once you've contacted them the next step should be um um meeting with them. Yeah. And honestly, this is going to sound crazy for a lot of people, but if in 2 weeks they don't make an appointment with them, I send them an email and I say Hey, I've tried to get in contact. With, it's a little bit more eloquent than what yeah. I'm about to say, but I say something like, "Hey, um, this is my last attempt. <clears throat> We're getting booked up. Your wedding date is coming soon. Um, would you like to meet? If not, it's okay." And then I just take it off my CRM and I put it on the lost list. Yeah, that response there has gotten me more gigs. In fact, the gig that I just did this last Sunday was because I told the person, "Hey, um, I haven't heard from you." If you're not interested, it's cool. Um, but this is my last attempt. Yeah. 
you know, you know what? I think that's that's really awesome that you do that mm-hmm. because it's 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 really not a bad thing. Yeah. You know, uh, I feel like it lets uh, a potential client know, like, hey, I'm still thinking about you. You know, yeah. you responded. It's a follow up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it also it does something for you as a professional. You don't worry about it. Yeah. You stay consistent on your marketing and getting. How, you always have to ask yourself because everything's changing. How can I yeah. get? How can I talk to more people? Um, and if they're just not wanting to talk or book, then you just you have to not be attached and just move on. You can't win every you can't win every um, event. You you take what you can and you keep moving forward. And you ask, how can I be better the next time? You know, and that's it. You can't just can't be. It's like it's like trying to pick up on a girl or something like that. Uh oh. You know. Think about it. You know, I Wait, should be better. Ladies. I should be. I should be having a good girl, stable girlfriend right now. Ladies, matter, Alex you know? is single, just and so I know. sing. He's making it clear. Yeah, I'm making it clear, ladies. <laughs> if you want someone to embrace you, we'll where's the guitar, man? Come on, <laughs> your body is a wonderland. Uh-oh. No, I'm just kidding. There it is. Um, but uh, no, it's really like uh, you shouldn't be afraid of the rejection. Yeah. Ask. Yeah. And you know, you build that rejection. You look for. You look for an opportunity. I, this, and this is the thing about sales I think that everybody's afraid of. They're afraid of the rejection part. Yeah. Screw it. If you get rejected, that you're like, oh, dude, well, I'm excited for the next one because what did I learn from this one? How can I be better the next time? And you take that and then you go to the next one. I'll be honest with you. I've gotten lazy on my sales and my presentation over the last couple of years because I've been, I've been so blessed in my business just getting things coming in um, that now uh, <clears throat> that I'm stepping it up again. You have to sharpen up. You have to practice um, meeting with people, um, going through your stuff so you don't sound dull. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then if they don't want to book, or if they never respond, then you just say, it's been two weeks. Usually they'll make their mind up or they'll call you back and you move on. In fact, at the beginning of the year, I sent out an email to all the clients said, hey, we're having a special, you book now, I'll save you a hundred bucks. They replied, yeah, this is the beginning of the year. They gave me, send me an email Sunday morning. Hey, you still have that deal? Well, obviously I don't, but if you book today, I'll honor it. And they didn't reply. But, you know, you just can't be attached. Uh, dude, I'll take uh, rejection over regret any day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you want to pick your client. You Oh, this is another thing. So we talked about organi- organization. Yeah. Those are the basic things I do every day. You know, I, I think that every, every entrepreneur should wake up early. Do I do it always? No. But that's my main goal is to, how can I be at the gym early so I can get better, better get in shape? Because I got, I got a gut. So how can I do that knock it out first so that I can have the remainder of the day open for my friends and family? Because that's the, that's the purpose of having your own business so that you can have more time to do the other things that you love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Learn, learn to say, are you, learn to look people in the face, make it your own and say, do you want to move forward? Are you ready to move forward yeah. with this? And nod your head. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That if I, if anything, I can I'm show nodding you. my head. Yes. Right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look at them like you, you learn to yeah. just be, it's okay yeah. to say you value yourself. Yeah. Um, value yourself and what you're doing yeah. because like look um, people, I think it's that confidence it that comes into play well, you know you, what I mean yeah you can't be afraid like you know people want to be guided people want to hey I just saw this movie and people are going to try to go against you you want to yeah. you know they want to be sold yeah. people want to be sold Yeah. so you just got to learn to just be like okay you know um, do you think I'm the right DJ for you yeah alright let's move forward don't be afraid to do that. Do you think I'm the right photographer for you? Yeah. Hey, did you really like that cake? Yeah. 
I think it's going to be great at your wedding. Because in the middle of the meetings, I mean, in their head, they're that's what they're doing. They're trying to decide if you're the yeah. right person for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're not necessarily making the decision for them, but it's almost like you're you kind of get in their head and be like, hey, I know what you're thinking, man. Yeah. You know, I, I want to do your wedding. What do you think? Do you think we're good? It's like, let's be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's when it takes a turn and, and they'll either tell you like, well, yeah, let us think about it for a minute and then we'll get back to you. Or right away, they're like... Let's do it. Yeah, you know? and you give them like in this. Okay, in this industry, you can't be pushing on somebody's wedding in sales. They're like, we have to think about it. Cool, take your time, mm -hmm. and then I always say, here's a copy of a contract. So when you're ready to sign, you you can move forward with us. Mm -hmm. um, and then I let it go. But then I'll follow up in a couple of days and say, hey, I had a great time meeting with you guys. So I guess those are. Oh man, I really I feel like I had a good point earlier. I just got out of my head. But Bye. get us. But you got to get a CRM. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Say, say bye to your good point. It <laughs> was horrible. But listen, Google and uh, CRM are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, get it. Organize your clients. Um, be disciplined. Be disciplined in, in, the, in those areas. And then you'll have more free time to do the things that you, you really like. So I think this is what I was saying. Because if you stay disciplined and you do it early in the morning, your evenings, you should, you should usually be free. Yeah. Or you should usually say, hey, I want to go to my son's game or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to make time for that and everything else can roam around it. It's like Sundays. If I'm hanging out with my friends, I do not try to take a business call. Yeah. Got to respect yourself, you know? And I think people will feel that, you know, you're a pro. Don't be attached to, to losing. Yeah. Clients. I mean, when you're running your own business, you're not working a nine to five, but I think it's important to set your own hours yeah. on uh, because or else, I mean, if, if you're just taking on stuff all day long, then it's going to become a job again and you're just yeah. working all day long. And that's, you, that's not what you want. You will work you know? more. Yeah. And it should be really, uh, once you set everything in order the way you, you need it to be, it should be minimum effort, maximum, uh, maximum efficiency. That's the way things uh, should be working. You know? At least in my, in my experience. You know? Boom. <laughs> minimum effort. We brought maximum <laughs> efficiency. There it is, man. <laughs> Awesome. Well, dude, uh, tell tell everybody where they can find you, man. I mean, I know where I can find you because I have your address and I can come here whenever I want. I'm going to be right. sneaking through that window right Whoa. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, my uh, website is finaltouchentertainment.com. You can reach me at area code 949-309-8133. That's for the ladies. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and then Instagram, uh, finaltouchent, or my personal uh, the original Alex Ortiz, and that pretty pretty much it in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, give us a call. Let's talk about your wedding. Um, I think that's all I have to say. And for for photography, or business, you know what? Even if uh, you know, if it's a photographer or baker, yeah. listen, if yeah. you want to talk about this thing that I use, pipe drive, get in contact with me. Um, I also have my other friend Joe Bartuka, yeah. uh, from Binge Creative. Um, he's the one that really put me on this because I the beginning of the by the end of last year, I said. Joe, I got to reboot. I got to do the things that I used to do. Um, help me out because I don't want to go back to Salesforce. I didn't like Salesforce anymore. And so he helped me out. He said, you should try this. I think it's what you need, the way I know you do things. And we organized it. And my gosh, since the beginning of the year, I've been way more organized. And it's been a lot easier. So if you're a business person, you need help or want to learn how I've done my stuff, give me a call. I do not mind um, telling everything that I've done to be successful. Whether you're a DJ or whatever you are, yeah. um, that helps. 
So. There you go, guys. Uh, if you guys, um, any of you guys are out here in the Inland Empire, um, there's a good chance you're going to run into Alex and his team, Final Touch Entertainment, uh, out on the field. Don't be afraid to approach them. They're all really great guys. You guys are awesome. You're great at what you do. Thank you. you guys are Likewise. great influencers. Uh, so don't be afraid to reach out to them and hit them up. You know, you guys are awesome, man. Thank I, you. I think they they uh, they have a good way of giving you you know great information about how to run your own business so awesome. and that's exactly why i wanted to have you yeah. on here you know i know you're not a wedding photographer but you're in the wedding business you know how things run you know you know you've dealt with other vendors and um like i said you give a good perspective on running a business in general so go out and reach out to alex guys he's, yeah. he's amazing amazing thank you thanks for having me on dude i appreciate it i'm really you. excited what this has been here. fun man it's uh it's pretty cool all right, man. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Right, and uh, I hope you can uh, come on here again. Give us some more input. This is where the it, it, exit music comes up. Drop me a beat. Uh, yeah. Slow it down, baby. Yo, I'm on the mic on 9 to 5. I don't even care. Yo, I'm going to drop a design. I'm sounding good with my boy Ulysses on the mic. We just shot a podcast and we feeling all right, yo. Drank two beers, talked about business, yo. And then we gonna go and shoot your own wedding, yo. Oh, 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 understand, understand. <laughs> right. oh my God, you're crazy. If you man. if you don't put that in, I won't be offended. Oh, so it's going in. It's going show. in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, all right, man. there you have it guys thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast i'd love to know what you guys think so far if you want to send me a message head over to twitter and you can find me at del toro photo also if you like the podcast so far uh hit subscribe uh let us know what you think by leaving a review and rating the podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher google play we're on all the platforms I want to say a big thank you again to our sponsor. Uh, you can find them at iephotorentals.com. If you mention this podcast, they will give you 10% off of your next rental. So please go check them out. This has been another awesome podcast. Having so much fun recording these. Can't wait for the next one. Again, it's going to be a real awesome one. So look out. I'm trying to put these out every week. Uh, but until then, we will see you guys on the next one.